0: Welcome into the Atlanta Football Party. I'm Jarvis Davis. Coming up on today's show, what about Anthony Weaver?
1: This is Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it's time for the Atlanta Football Party. Only on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into the Atlanta Football Party. I'm Jarvis Davis. You're a humble host. And I got another humble host with me today on this. MLK edition of the Atlanta Football Party Aaron Freeman joins me Host of the Locked On Falcons You all know who he is The Falcons prophet The Falcons man He's going to you know, dive into a couple of things with me today But I also want to let you guys know The Atlanta Football Party is the Locked On Podcast Network Your team every day We are free and available wherever you download your podcast Wherever you download your podcast Make sure that you leave us a 5 star review Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the GameTime app Create an account and use code On. For twenty dollars off your first purchase. There's a very interesting name that I saw that the Falcons requested. Is that real? We'll talk about that. And also, let's we're gonna put the put aside the old head coaching candidacy for a little while and dive into where the Falcons should go at the quarterback spot. But first, we got to get into it. Like the the Falcons did a virtual interview. With five candidates. Very interesting names, Aaron. And uh, I'm going to run them off for those you don't know. Mike McDonald. Brian Callahan, offense coordinator for, for the Bengals. Mike McDonald, obviously the defense coordinator for the Ravens. One of the best defenses in the league. Steve Wilkes, who's the defense coordinator for the 49ers. It seems like that's a, like a gateway to a head coaching spot nowadays. Uh, Ajiro uh defense coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Yes, they held the Falcons to seven points, but... You know who didn't hold the Falcons to Let's under twenty points that, for <laughs> three years. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> they they. I have, I'm, I'm still they, not over. I understand. Perfectly understand. Yes, there's something about that rain in Carolina. It just 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 doesn't mix with the Falcons anyway. But um, they interview him virtually as well. And last but not least, assistant head coach uh, for the Baltimore Ravens and also defensive line coach Anthony Weaver. He did interview uh, with the Falcons as well. Now Aaron. You know, I know we've been had a lot of conversations on your podcast. And by the way, if you guys haven't checked out Locked On Falcons, like, what are you waiting on? I don't get it. Like, go ahead and check that out. We talked about, like, the head coach candidates and how we've been feeling. But now that we have, like, some some hardcore interviews, well, not hardcore, virtual interviews, light interviews in place, let's just kind of stick with the names that, that, that we already know, right? Out of those names, do you do – first of all, let me say, do you like any of those names? And secondly – Do you feel any of those guys are viable candidates to to take over as head coach for the team?
1: Yeah, I think all all five of these guys are are legit candidates. I think all five of these guys make sense in certain ways, you know, pros, cons for each one of them. You know, I figured Jarvis, if we do this next week after the Ravens play the Texans, presumably, assuming the Bills take care of business uh, tonight against the Steelers, you know, Mike McDonald's uh, candidacy, might his his star might shoot up, right? Uh, Right you know if they can shut down that Texans offense that completely eviscerated the Browns this past weekend but because oh. it is Martin Luther King Day i, I got to go with my guy Anthony Weaver uh, mm-hmm. on this group you know he's an intriguing guy right like, Right. Yeah. Um, he's been considered kind of a rising star um former player you know a guy that uh you know doesn't necessarily have the the play calling experience because he, he hasn't been a coordinator in this league but i think when you look at him and, and like he I think he's the type of guy that you you look at in a similar way that you look at someone like a D'Amico Ryans that could be that sort of culture builder, that could be that type of person, uh that can uh, you know, potentially be the first black head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. And so, like, I think that's gonna be something that's gonna be in major consideration for the Falcons this time around. Um, and so like Weaver intrigues me in a lot of ways. So, um, you know, a, a week from now, I might you know switch gears to, to Mike McDonald. But you know, Weaver coming from that same Ravens organization and, and being guy that you know, if McDonald does wind up getting a job, probably it's going to be the front runner to replace him as a defensive coordinator in Baltimore. He feels like a guy that you know, I, I think he's an up and comer, and so he's he's a guy that definitely
0: intrigues me uh, among this list. To be honest with you, I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that because I kind of when you think about where he comes comes from, right? He's he's up under John Harbaugh, who a guy where we don't know uh, offensive play caller. He wasn't a, a defensive play caller. He was a special teams coordinator. And and I think that when you are when you in that light to be able to get into these rooms and, and, and interview with you know, these um these league, these team owners, I feel like you have to have that culture behind you, right? You have to have that team type of uh, communicative type asset, right? I think that has to be one of your your best assets because I think a lot of times we get focused in on to, okay, he's an offensive coordinator guy or he's an offensive guy or he's a defensive guy, but they're like you know there are 33 units on the t- 33 players there are on starting units on uh, every Sunday right from offensive defense special teams and you got to be able to you know maneuver between all of those rooms so being sp- specific on on one side of the football I, I just think that we kind of put a little bit too much weight on it because and obviously it's because you know, with the whole quarterbacking and all the weight being put on that position now, and in the league being a offensive-driven league, I feel like that's why we've been go- we've gone down that road. But I feel like Anthony Weaver is an interesting candidate because he's a guy that you know, not necessarily hasn't called plays on either side. Obviously, he's been a guy that's been worked uh, mostly on the defense side of the football. But I think it's just something. It says something about a guy that is been a guy who's been in these interviews before, and they come from that that coaching tree in John Harbaugh, where you're saying, all right, John Harbaugh was able to do it. And we've seen a recent, the most recent example we've seen of that is Dan Campbell. You know, and, and for him to be able to, you know, come off of being an assistant head coach, with, with, with the um, new orleans saints so it, it you know how trendy you know teams are so i think anthony weaver it might necessarily might be a good one to kind of keep an eye on because if he interviews correctly and you see how that defense continues to perform like it did like it has been and you know under under the uh, play calling uh, duties of uh, mike mcdonald I, I i wouldn't be surprised if a guy like anthony weaver starts to crest out of out of the uh of the weeds of all these virtual interviews that as we got um started off in this thing now i know we had our conversation about raheem morris and there have been some reports that he might be the favorite if the falcons don't land bill belichick but is there have you kind of moved off of that since we've got since any past couple days since we've seen what's been kind of coming to fruition with these interviews or are you still kind of set on like okay Raheem Morris is, is my guy. Or have you has your mind changed about Bill Belichick at all? Well, no. My mind has not changed about Bill Belichick at all. You know, <laughs> you know, my, my mind ain't going to change about Bill Belichick until the
1: Falcons hire him and, and they're like 13-0. And, and then I'll be like, you know what? I think this Bill Belichick hire well, might be starting idea. to work out. But, you know, 8-0? No. no I, I still don't believe. You know? But, uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, no, I, I'm still on the, the Raheem Morris bandwagon. I, you know, to me, like, if, if you're going to ask me, like, who are my top two candidates is, is, is Morris, it's probably Ben Johnson, the Lions O.C. are probably my top two guys. Uh, we'll see about Johnson. Uh, you know, his star is is ascending. And I think there's a lot of rumors that Washington may be pursuing him uh, pretty hard. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still on the Raheem Morris bandwagon, even if they lost to Ben Johnson's Lions team. I thought they did. Uh, I, I thought Raheem Morris did an incredible job this season to basically take a roster of, Aaron Donald, and a whole bunch of other guys that no one has ever heard just of. Just do Jags. Yeah.
0: Carnell Lake son, you know, yeah. he's out there and nobody yeah. even mentioned it. I was like, man, y'all know that's Carnell Lake's son? I'm like, yeah, normally yeah. they just, mention that type of stuff.
1: Just making lemonade <laughs> at a, a lemons. That's basically yeah, what he did this season he's doing as good a job uh, to try to keep a lid on that Lions offense that we've seen, you know, have a lot of success this year and, and put that Rams team in a position to win that game on uh Sunday if only the the offense had taken care of business there late in the game but uh yeah I I'm, I'm still a big fan of Raheem Morris so, so uh you know hearing those rumors that he may be number 2 the plan B uh if plan A is Bill Belichick which I'm still not 100% sold on um you know is music to my ears
0: yeah I'm I I'm with you uh because this this Bill Belichick I was looking at some numbers man and I came across one that kind of it was kind of eye opening and Said that no head, no Super Bowl winning head coach has gone on to another team and won a Super Bowl with a, with a different team. That Has never happened in the, in the history of the NFL. I think the last time that we saw saw that someone someone get close was Mike Holmgren. That was a very long time ago when he took the Seahawks to the Super Bowl and they got you know handled pretty pretty well in the, in the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I I, I think that you know given the history of it and given what we've seen these past few years and i'm not i'm not i'm not that person for to say hey you uh, know without tom brady he's nothing i'm not, I'm not going that far i will not go that far that's actually just dumb in my eyes but i will say that given what we've seen these past few years i think that has to have a lot more weight than what we've seen him accomplish over the past 24 years so um I, i'm with you on that We'll put this head coaching conversation aside for a little bit. And we're going to jump into the quarterback position. What should the Falcons do? Should they go young? Should they go veteran? We'll discuss it next. This episode of the Atlanta Football Party is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the app, guys, for last-minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you ever been in a situation where you just been like, man, I need to get me some tickets. I don't know what's going on. It's the last minute. The playoffs are going on. I got to see what's happening. You can't get in, in Atlanta because, you know, hey, the Falcons aren't playing right now. But if you're a, 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 a Green Bay Packers fan and you didn't think they were going to beat the Cowboys – I need you to go to Game Time app right now and use the code LOCKEDONNFL and you're gonna get $20 off. I'm talking about all in prices, so you're a total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps one, two. And also, guys, I need you to take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. All you gotta do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use Redeem code LOCKEDON for $20 off. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. Also, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of the world. But... Jay's case Jay's case Has got you covered But we can talk Just for a minute for About preparing for real life According to the FDA Pharmacies are running Out of antibiotics Like amoxicillin Right in the middle Of the worst flu, sa- flu season In over a decade This is absolutely scary Y'all I can't imagine A more helpless feeling Than if My wife Or, or my children Or one of my kids Got sick With a supply chain issue Kept them from Life saving medication They need. Thankfully We got you covered right here at Jace Medical. So the Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinus skin infections, all this stuff, guys. This stuff couldn't happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today, guys. All I need you to do is go to jacemedical.com. That's JaceMedical.com, and use code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to get $20 off your first order. Alright guys, it's the Atlanta Football Party I'm your host Jarvis Davis I got my main man Aaron Freeman With a MLK edition of the Atlanta Football Party Jumping off today Guys, if you haven't downloaded us Wherever you download your podcast What the heck are you waiting on? And if you have, go ahead and leave us a 5 star review That helps get the word out about all the good good We got going on right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta Now Aaron Now one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting I saw Matt Ryan talking about um, whether or not Bill Belichick would be a good fit for for the um, for the Atlanta Falcons, and he was saying how if they want to go to the whole veteran quarterback route, they should consider Bill Belichick. But if they want to go a young with a, a young quarterback in draft in a draft, they probably should consider a younger head coach. Um, one is I feel like you should have a plan regardless of you have who your head coach is, and for me. I'm leaning towards going going with a a young veteran. <laughs> I, I kind of go in between. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm necessarily ready for a a a, a developmental guy, a, a rookie uh quarterback because I feel like the defense is a little bit older than f- for that. But um what say you? What how do you feel about where the what the quarterback plan should be going forward for the Atlanta Falcons? Well, obviously it's mid-January,
1: so we we got a lot of stuff that has to uh, get unpacked and unfold over the course of this offseason who's going to be who's going to hit free agency who's going to be on trade market you know what you know teams feel about this quarterback class we know there's kind of three really good guys at the top of the draft that may be out of the Falcons range unless they're willing to try to go up and get one of those guys which you know I, I'm certainly open to that idea and I think the Falcons will absolutely be open to that idea but uh, you know I I'm sitting here today, mid-January, thinking, I think it's likely that the Falcons will probably go with both a veteran and a draft pick. Now, when they draft that player, whether it's a first-round pick, a second, third, fourth-round pick, remains to be seen. But I certainly think uh, a new coach coming in here with a new offense is probably going to not necessarily be in love with the idea of inheriting Desmond Ritter and want to get his own sort of young developmental player in here. Um, And then, so, I guess for me, sitting here going like, I would like to see the Falcons basically double dip on both a veteran and a rookie, but it's still very early in the process for me to kind of wrap my head on who I want. And again, I think a lot of that has to do with who they bring in, what type of offense that person brings in. You know, Justin Fields, maybe that young veteran that I think you're talking about, maybe Jarvis, you know, Russell Wilson will be out there. He certainly uh, at least his wife has connections to Atlanta. I know. Uh, you know, some future fans may not feel great about Russell Wilson <laughs> playing in Atlanta, but, um, you know, uh, the, you know, the rest of the city might be able to get behind that. So, um, you know, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, you know, what happens with Kirk Cousins in Minnesota? So there's a lot of options available for the Falcons if they do want to go that veteran route. And certainly there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft class. You know, there's only a, probably a few guys that you might say could be great in this draft class so I think the Falcons have a lot of options available and all that to say Jarvis is it's still very early in the process for me to kind of get that sort of focus on like this is the guy um Mm -hmm. but like you know I I think the Falcons should be definitely very open-minded to kind of taking both from the veteran pool as well as the young uh player pool in the
0: draft that's interesting I I think that because and I don't even I mean, of course, I would I would love to see Justin Fields in the Falcons uniform. Let me say that. But I think for me, I just think the mindset of the organization really matters as far as how they attack this quarterback spot. Because if they let's just just say, let's just go right out there. I know, you know, you know, we can play around with it. Hypotheticals are are part of the offseason. Bill Belichick gets hired. They bring in Russell Wilson. Does that get you excited? Does that that, that say, you know what? This Falcons organization is going in the right direction.
1: Look, it's going to be hard for me to get excited about any direction that includes Bill Belichick, just because Mm -hmm. I just feel like he's such a short-term answer for this team rather than the long-term answer. And again, When we talk about, you know, a Russell Wilson, given his age, like he's a, he's kind of a bridge quarterback. I think he's a pretty fancy bridge, right? You know, he's, yeah. he's got a lot of pedigree. You know, you're like, oh, you know, this is, this is some high quality stone that you put uh, in this bridge as opposed to, right. you know, the previous bridge quarterback that the Falcons had uh, in Marcus Mariota. It's a you know. used
0: lustry car that you might take a chance on. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um,
1: that, that I look, it's, it, it's hard to get, excited about the direction of this team at this point in time with so many dominoes that have to fall and mm-hmm. so that sort of hypothetical doesn't really like get me super excited now you know if you were to get Raheem Morris and Russell Wilson like that that might be a little bit more exciting in that regard or one of these other sort of coaches uh that you feel like can connect a little bit better with Russell Wilson but like yeah Bill Belichick and you know, plus pretty much anybody is, is not going to necessarily get me too excited. But I,
0: I know I'm a little biased on that one. Oh, I'm, trust me, I, I'm with you. But I think just the overall where this organization is going, because I ain't gonna lie, man, being at that press conference la- last week, that bothered me. It really bothered me, because if you just would have seen how Rich McKay just set up in his seat, and said, yeah, I'm not a part of the day-to-day, but my input matters when it comes to the day-to-day operation. I was just like, what? And it's, so so when did this change? Because, you know, uh, I, uh, I got Mark Zeno, you know, friend of the show. He asked the question. It was like, okay, so what does that look like in you guys told us that he wasn't part of any of the football operations or any of the football day to day. So how, when did this stuff start to change? And I'm just like, man, did Rich McKay get a scratch? It wanted to scratch an issue. Like, hey, AB, you know what I'm saying? Man, I don't know, man. I, I've been really interested in this draft lately. I think you need to just have these two, these two guys. God bless them. You know, first opportunity, first time head coach, first time general manager. You know, uh, they got to an answer to me. I think they need to the answer to me. And I and I'll make sure they get it right, because you know you know when it comes to the draft that's 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 my specialty, you know you remember when I drafted Jamal Anderson, you know not Jamal Anderson the running back, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's why I that's why I'm so kind of like down as far as about how this process goes because I really feel like we should be thinking about the future, we should be thinking about. Potentially getting a young You know, guy in a draft And and knowing I know nothing is 100% guaranteed But man, it'd be good to go into that thing Well, if the Falcons Hire XYZ coach And they draft XYZ quarterback And they bring him in It's a 65% chance that junk gonna work Guess what, guys that'll be a lot higher than my, my confidence has been these past six years or six or seven years since the Falcons have not even sniffed their doggone playoffs. It's just, I guess that's why that was, my, that was my big overall reason for asking that question because it's just, when you think about where they're headed, I don't get excited about regardless of who they hire. I, it's hard to get excited about this organization overall, just given who's in charge and, and who's input matters. Yeah, I I think it's fair to
1: question the direction of this organization, right? You know, this time last year, we were like, okay, you know, Arthur Smith did some things in 2022. Yeah. You know, let's see what Desmond Ritter can do. You build up the team, you know, and, and this feels like it's going in the right direction. And obviously that sort of hit a speed bump this past season. And so it it leaves you sort of wondering like, okay, what's the plan now? Are we still going down that path? But is this new coach going to want to do that and continue down that path and basically like, OK, I'll take the ball from Arthur Smith and I'll take it to the next level. Or is that new coach going to come in here and say, like, you know what, I don't like what you guys have done the last three years and I kind of want to tear it down. And are we going to be looking at another sort of mini rebuild or whatever you want to call it, reload, whatever, you know, and then three years from now, we're, we're like, OK, this is our year now in 2027 or whenever that is. Um you know, those are all major questions that we have at this point in time. And and until, you know, the Falcons, you know, have their next press conference introducing that head coach, like we're, we're not going to really have any answers. And I think it's fair for you, me and, and everybody else in the fan base to be very
0: skeptical about what's going on with this football team. Absolutely, man. We'll definitely have to keep an eye on it. We'll obviously keep you guys abreast of what's going on this whole entire process, regardless if we feel good about it or not. So, but. There was an interesting name. Speaking of where to go and process, uh, there's a guy name that popped up that the Falcons requested to interview. Would they really go that route? We'll discuss that next, right here on the Atlanta Football Party. Guys, Jarvis Davis here for FanDuel. This episode of the Atlanta Football Party is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is the website that you need to go to right now because the playoffs is underway. Everybody get their butts kicked. All the games were awful except for the Rams and and, and the, uh, the Lions, you know, how about that? The Rams and the Lions were the best playoff game in a weekend wild card weekend or a super wild card weekend whatever they call that crap right now hey they should call it super we added a couple of extra teams so we can get some more money playoff weekend so that's what it should be called but anyway guys i want to get you guys some money right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet yes you heard that correctly new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet that's 150 bets and bonus bets win or lose the app is so easy it's super safe it's easy to use there are so many different ways to bet like live same game parlays find bets in the new explore tab You can even make a parlay in the parlay hub. Go and get in the parlay hub so you can get in the parlay club and get some money. It's the best way to find popular parlays, guys. FanDuel has everything that you absolutely could want. So I need you to go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Wrapping things up on the Atlanta football party with my main man, Aaron Freeman. I am Jarvis Davis, your host. And we are very, very happy to be with you right here on MLK, Martin Luther King Holiday. Special edition, guys, just for you. We came here just for you. I'm telling you, that's, that's, that's the only reason here. Because of you guys. We're trying to serve you. Now, Aaron, I came across this support, man. And, you know, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know how to feel. Because, you know, some of these... You know, interviews that are being requested And sometimes these guys taking these interviews It can get a little political, right? Because we all know that Antonio Pierce Who the Falcons requested an interview Is the, the Pretty much the favorite to be The Las Vegas Raiders head coach Matt Crosby even said so you know he. The man said. The man said, "If y'all don't hire him, I'm out. I need a trade. Y'all need to trade me right now." And that's pretty doggone serious. That kind of tells you where how he got that lock, that locker room galvanized and those guys were able to turn things around. Once um that dude uh, went out went out of the organization. You know that dude that will come with Bill Belichick if he's hired to be the Falcons' mm-hmm. head coach. I'll let y'all do our research on that. We ain't got time to talk about that. But Aaron, if Antonio Pierce comes in interviews for the Falcons. Is that a real possibility that he could be the head coach of this team? I mean, I I wouldn't bet
1: on it, but like the, I I saw that news and I'm like, I got two questions, right? The first question is, <laughs> yes, um I saw, Antonio Pierce, what you did with the Raiders in the second half of that season. He turned that team around, and you had one of the best defenses in the NFL. And so my first question is, like, how did you do this? Because, like, that that's the mystery to me. So I would just, if I was... In arch- season, like, without yeah. free agents and trades and none of that, like, you just... Scheme? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just curious how you pulled that off. So that's right part of like the first half of that interview is just going to be me like like huh? so what what exactly did you do? Because we we kind of need something like this. We need Atlanta, that right so, You know, yes. I just need to pick your brain and try to you know get some idea how you pulled off this miracle of turning that Raiders team around. And then I think the second reason is it's like you know I heard your your, your boy Max Crosby uh you know would demand a trade. So you know is it possible? Is it possible that if we hired you, we could pull off this trade to get Max Crosby here in Atlanta? And I know you know there's there's this guy that does oh. the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast has oh. been wishing for oh. a pass rusher of Max Crosby's oh. caliber, one of the five best pass rushers oh. in the NFL. It's like Miles Garrett. Oh. It's like Aaron Donald. It's I need like some wet wipes. Oh y- and, and, and Max Crosby <laughs> right there at the top <laughs> I need of the some league. Wet wipes. And, yes. and I'm just like, you know, you know, second, <laughs> first half of the podcast, uh, the interview is, hey, Antonio, how'd you do it? How'd you, how'd you pull off this miracle? Because I got to figure that out. And the yeah. second half of the interview is just like, you know, if we, we got you here, it could is Max is Max coming with you? Because uh, now I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, uh, if you yeah. can if you can do the work that you did in the second half of the season here in Atlanta, and you can get us Max Crosby. Yeah. So I, I to answer your question, Jarvis, I hope it's a real thing. If 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 those two things oh, connect, I'm like,
0: you know, I'm let, about, let me let me let me let me, t- let, me t- let me say something to all my locked on sports Atlanta Fal- um Atlanta folks and locked on Falcons folks. Let me tell you something. If the Falcons are somehow able to get Antonio Pierce and he brings influences Max Crosby to come to walk through those doors at Flowery Branch, dude. I literally will go see Max Crosby when he finally puts on that Falcons uniform. I will ask to take a selfie with that man. Because guess what, guys? That'll be the first person since John Abraham that who I know for a fact on third and long, it's going down. It's going down And And you get me excited man Like you know Cause I know You know I've I've been there Anybody who's willing to listen I will let them know That you know Raheem Morris is my dream Candidate And it's interesting that He's basically going to be The second option If Reportedly If uh, The Falcons don't get Bill Belichick But man For Antonio Pierce would be my favorite If 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 that were to come about Because Lord knows, you know, I've been pounding the table for an edge rusher, man, for a very long time. And I hate to sound like a broken record. I know you guys think I'll, I enjoy that type of stuff. I don't like repeating myself. You know, I have children. You know, when I t- tell my daughters to do something, I want them to do it right then and there. Like right, right now. I don't, want, I, don't want them to wait. I don't want. I want to wait. I want. I want to understand that Daddy is doing this for a reason. Daddy is doing this because it's going to benefit you the most. You see how this sounds familiar? You know, there were two games: Minnesota, Minnesota and Arizona. If you would have put the quarterback on the ground, that's two wins, folks. And guess what? That's a winning record: nine and eight. And guess what? That's outright winning the NFC South. So yeah, that. Crap matters, I understand the whole quarterback And offense, and love score points Yeah, all that good stuff But man, when I tell y'all, pass rush Matters Pass rush matters, guys But oh man, Aaron, man, you just got me excited Man, to be able to Oh, Matt Crosby In black and red Oh You've made me so happy Like, I knew we, there was a reason why we did This show today, because Aaron's gonna make me happy He's gonna make me happy, man. Wow. Jarvis do you But have you a dream? know, do you have huh? a dream? I do have okay, a dream okay. that one day <laughs> this dog on Falcons defense on third and long, they be able to come together. Mm-hmm. All the little white girl, white boys, and all the little black boys could put their hand in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And when that quarterback says, Hank. It's going down, uh-huh. and you already know that. Hey, when we when we sacked the quarterback, we unified, and that was a dream. That's what Martin Luther King said. That's going to be the promised land. That's what promised land he was talking about. The Falcons getting forty five sacks as a team. That was a dream he was talking about. See now you got me going now now now, dr bernice king about to be coming writing emails to atl day ones gmail.com you know r.i.p atl day one um uh, ain't and gonna have me in get me in trouble man you trying to get me in trouble today aaron man see i see what you be doing man you trying to be trying to set your up, dog don't do me like that man don't do me like
1: that i love
0: it Joe. See? <laughs> I love you too. See, we're going to end it right there because it's already off the rails and we ain't got nothing else to talk about, you know? So, you know, I want to say thank you guys. For making Atlanta Football Party your first listen of the day Why don't you go ahead and check out Locked on Falcons And make that your second listen day I know Aaron got his episode up That dude is always on point You know, kind of a little bit of procrastinating But we're working on that It's 2024, it's a new year I ain't talking about new me I'm trying to add to all my good stuff I got some good stuff I'm just trying to add to it But yeah, appreciate you guys for checking us out And always, always, always Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel And make sure you dog gonna hit that bell And be ready When all this heat get ready to drop, we'll see y'all tomorrow.